Welcome to another episode of the Audio Trip Podcast. I am your host, JS. What's going on, people? It is another Tuesday, and we are back again to hit you with another trip on the Audio Trip. This week, we go to Lyon, France, and I will let you know who you'll be checking out soon, but we're going to Lyon, France. I remember one time I was in France, right? I was on a bus. This is a, a bus just going through like town to town, right? I'm on the bus. They pulled over like, a, I guess it was like something like a little immigration spot or whatever. They get everybody off the bus or whatever. They checking everybody's passport and everything. I'm seeing everybody else get back on the bus. Everybody else is getting back on the bus or whatever, happy, you know, ready to take off already. The bus driver is ready to take off, but I'm the only one still left in the spot, right? You know, they speaking in French or whatever, and I, I don't know French at all. You know, they going back and forth about something, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, what is my Detroit black ass sitting here doing on the countryside of France, like on a bus? Like, yo, what am I doing, right? And the bus is about to take off, you know what I mean? The bus is about to take off. I'm like, damn, man. I'm like, I do not want to get stuck here, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know the language. And I was like, come on, please, 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 before this bus take off, man. They let me get back on the bus. You know what I mean? But I was scared. I was scared as shit when, you know, just sitting there like, I'm not going to be able to get back on this bus. But I made my way on to Paris and made it. But to say the least, I was like, yo, please, you know, let me get back on this bus. You know, let me just get back home. But I made it. Today, we have an outstanding show. I really want y'all to check it out. But before we do that, I have a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's shaking? I'm PP. John, that is. Nobody makes malt liquor like we do here at PP John's. This is the best malt liquor that you will ever taste, baby. Go and grab you one. PP John's. Call me strange brother because I'm a vegan. Eat meat, nah, I ain't a heathen. If you drinking, what they got here? Malt liquor, stiff drinks, and light beer. Anything with some mangoes in it, something strong with bubbles and a real life finish. PB John's, man, what you talking about? Vegan malt liquor, this from down south. Take a sip, bro, start feeling good, and it's plant-based, straight from the hood. Drink responsibly. PB John's malt liquor. Magnolia, Alabama. Ooh, PB. Today on Audio Trip, we welcome a group from Lyon, France. They describe their music as an attempt to herald Creole Afrofuturism. That group is Dodeline. And today we have David Killigen, the songwriter and producer of Dodeline. How you doing today, brother? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. I have to tell you, 
when I had first discovered your music, it was on Bandcamp. A lot of times I would go around on Bandcamp buying because I, I like to buy my music. And I was just going around and I seen the album cover. A lot of times album covers will attract me to the music or whatever. I had went and I was listening, listening to your album. And I was just like, wow. I was like, it was just, it was different for me. And after reading up a lot on it and you were talking about Creole Afrofuturism, it really embodies that. So can you tell me, how did you all, how did you all start? What was the story of how Dottelene had came together? Yes, uh, first thanks for appreciating the music, yeah, for supporting, and we're, we're so happy people uh, get to love our first album, because, uh, I mean, at first sight, it was, we were, like, uh, doing it, like, to, to ourselves, to have fun, and uh, not, like, really expecting, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of music in Creole language. We, we were all, like, quite surprised that people loved it and that we, we get to, to tour with this music, and uh, we were so happy of that. This band, we started this um, in 2017, and uh, it was the singer Olivia. Uh, she's from Martinique, French Caribbean island. But she 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 came to me uh, as as a musician and produ producer to try to produce a soul album. She wanted to sing in English at first sight. So I was like, uh, she doesn't speak English. I mean, uh, even me, I speak better than her. She never studied English at at school. So I was like, okay, you're a good singer, but uh, I can't like produce something in English with you. You you you, you can speak. And and I was like, uh, Do, can you speak another language, something I, I don't know, or maybe French? And uh, and she was like, okay, uh, I'm Creole speaker. I, uh, I used to, to speak Creole with my mother. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. I'd love to to try something with Creole. And she was like, what? Are you serious? I had my idea because uh, like ten years before, uh, I used to play uh, sax and keys in a Caribbean band from uh, Guadeloupe. It was uh, like fusion between jazz and uh, guoca music from uh, Guadeloupe. And my idea that maybe we could mix together uh, soul music, jazz music, and uh, traditional rhythms and, uh, and melodies from the guoca. So we tried a couple of songs together and uh, went pretty good. So I, I called back the musician that told me, uh, teach me Guadeloupe vibe. It was Raphael uh, at the time. I mean, I was without news from him like for maybe 10 years. And uh, so I, I called him and he was like, okay, uh, I'm back from uh, La Réunion Island. I was living there, but uh, I'm back in Lyon. I'm looking for work and everything. So I was like, okay, come to the studio and uh, check what we are on with, with Olivia. And he, he was like, okay, that's great. And because he, he always tried to bring his, uh, I mean, he grew up in uh, Guadeloupe. And he, he always tried to bring uh, his like cultural heritage into uh, any form of music. I mean, hip hop or anything. So when he when he listened to the little experiments we we tried, he was very fond of it, and uh, so he, he joined. That's how we started the, everything. Interesting. Yeah. And it sounds like a lot of different music. Yeah. Just like you saying, like a fusion of that Creole and Afrofuturism. The first song I heard was the Bodie Cruz. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, wow, you know, this song is is dope or whatever. And that's when I had purchased it on Bandcamp or whatever. You know, it was just interesting. I was like, man, this album is from 2018. You know what I mean? Because I thought it was just something that was from, you know, when I first heard it was when I think I heard it in 2019. And from that point, I was like, man, I would like to know more about them. And I had went on YouTube and seen some of the videos and some of y'all performances or whatever from that point. Because when I went to start go looking for the music, it's interesting. A lot of people, especially here in America, they try to put a lot of albums into a genre. Like it has to be jazz or it has to be hip hop or it has to be so. But it was very interesting just to seeing how you all describe the music. You know what I mean? How y'all all described it. Yeah. It's pretty hard for us as, as musicians with like tendency to always have to fit some genres or I mean to me when I, when I make music I'm not scheduling that I, I'm gonna play this genre or this genre but the influences we, we have we just try to make that sound we're hearing in, in, in our head like something we, we would like to hear and it doesn't exist for now so we, we, we're trying to do that not to fit a particular genre yeah, you just go into playing how you feel and what you feel at that time. You don't go into it as I'm going to play a song that sounds like this right now at this time. Mm -hmm. I try to keep the mystery even even for myself. I am not like debunking everything and uh, saying, oh, this, this kind of chord is more jazzy and this beat is like more from this genre. I, I try to forget uh, like all this knowledge about music and just find new recipes. What instruments do you play in all? Well, for me, I play keys, the bass, and saxophone. Yeah, because I had seen um, you were on keys, and then you had the saxophone also. I was like, man, he's doing everything. Yeah, no, not everything, but that's my main instrument. With Raphael, the, the first piece of the, the band, the, the idea was to bring somebody with that knowledge of uh, Caribbean music, but also... Uh, multi-instrumentalist as well. I mean, he can play uh, these Guoka drums from uh, La Guadeloupe, but uh, like electronic drums and sax as well, and he sings. So the idea was to like try a kind of uh, live performance, like just the three of us at the beginning and uh, playing everything, looping. Uh. Interesting. And how do you, and like I pronounce it, Lion France, how do you pronounce it? For us, it's Lyon. Lyon, okay. Is it a big music scene in the city? Yeah, yeah, that's quite a big uh, scene. It's funny because uh, especially for that kind of uh, like media they call uh, transnational act, there's a lot of it. I don't know why, but <laughs> there's a lot of great bands uh, that try like new mixtures, new recipes with trying to learn uh, the knowledge, a lot of different cultures and uh, blend it together. And uh, there's a lot of great, great bands in the city. I mean, maybe you've heard of like uh, Vodou Game or Pix Valle, Super Gombo. Okay, I'm, I'm not familiar. Okay, I, I could I could send some links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love I would love for you to send some links because growing up, I was really into like say like like Les Nubians, you know, years ago. At that time, it didn't matter to me that I couldn't understand what they were saying. It was just good music to me. I also always wondered how was the scene there in France musically. How far is it from Paris? It's like a two-hour train to Paris, maybe 500 kilometers. Oh, okay. So it's not that far. Is it any other projects that you've produced in the past and people that you have worked with? Last year, I've, I've released something. Uh, it's a duo with a cellist from LA. It's called Hila, H-I-L-A. And it's something like new recipe to like between like uh, something like LA beat music, jazz. 
and uh, also Armenian music, Armenian folk music. Interesting. So you've done a lot of Armenian music in the past also? Not a lot, but uh, I've produced two albums where there's some like certain fragments of Armenian music. Yeah, I'm not familiar with a lot of Armenian music. Well, one of my favorite groups, uh, System of the Down, here in America. I, I love System of the Down, but yeah, I'm not familiar with with a lot of other Armenian groups in the past. I've worked with with like a famous Armenian jazz pianist. His name is Tigran Hamasian. Maybe maybe you've heard of him. No, but I will go and check it out afterwards. Yeah, Tigran is great pianist. Did you produce for him, or did you play like sax? Uh, no, 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 I was producing. Oh, you're producing, okay. I think I think you would enjoy Tigran. He mixes like, uh, it's it's like a jazz band. They're, they're very much into uh, like uh, metal music, like a lot of polyrhythms, the kind of like system of a drum or so you're going to enjoy. Interesting. Yeah, I would like to check it out, yeah. I am into so much different music, so I, I just love music. Do y'all plan on working on any new music anytime soon? Yeah. We're producing the next Dodolina album. It's due to like next fall. Already a bunch of tracks. I'm pretty happy about it. And also I had like plenty of time like with this COVID period to produce an album for myself like for for first time. Like it's not with other musicians. It's just me on my own and like a couple of guests, but uh, mostly home produced. Oh, that'd be nice. Being in COVID, yeah, it has made you do a lot of different music by yourself. Yeah. So it'll be your, your solo. Mm-hmm. That'll be hot. I'll make sure to check for that. Do y'all get to, well, when it wasn't COVID, did y'all get to tour a lot? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, with Dudlin, we, we've toured like a lot, like for the two past years. And uh, yeah, we had the, the opportunity to travel a lot. I think m- maybe first country after France was the UK. We've done a lot of festivals out there. They're, they're loving the, the music. Yeah, we've been to Germany, Italy, to Chile. To Yeah, we've, we've toured a lot, yeah. How did the UK take to a lot of the music? Did they, did they love it? I'm pretty sure they loved it. Yeah, yeah. I was so happy because uh, that's that's a scene, the UK scene, uh, I always loved as a music listener. I was so happy when I had like good echoes from England, like good press and then like great festivals. Uh, yeah, because I think like English guys are smart people with music. I know that had to feel good. There's so much good music that comes out the UK. I know y'all probably haven't made it over to United States yet to perform, have you? No, we were we were to build a, a tour in the U.S. We had this uh, this meeting with a uh, good U.S. agent, and it it was like just when the, like COVID hit. So far now, no nothing planned to to fly to the U.S. But I I've been I've been a lot for with uh, Hila with my other project with the Chili because he lives in in L.A. So obviously we tour there, and uh, he comes to, to France to tour here. And for for you, uh, which which city do you live in? I live in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. It's a real big city. It's a real music city. And so that's why when I got into Dodeline, it reminded me of a lot of different, just just soul music. You know, it just felt good. How has France taken to your music? Do you have a lot of good reviews coming from France? Yeah, yeah. France, France was, was cool because the Creole we, we speak mixed up with French. 
it was for former colony, French colony. People like the, the, uh, this kind of uh, music, this kind of uh, language. And uh, I mean, even radio, they consider it like some kind of French. So they, they love to uh, play this kind of, uh, of music. Who are you personally influenced by musically? I mean, uh, I grew up uh, studying jazz, so most mostly jazz at the beginning. And some some people uh, like like stayed forever because they they went beyond the jazz itself, like Herbie Hancock or yeah, this kind of guys. I mean, Herbie Hancock was like he's still one of my heroes because uh, I love it, like every step of his career and music. I mean, maybe mostly jazz, and then uh, more into like hip hop, electronic music, and world music, of course. And the other two members, Olivia and Raphael, were they into like a lot of jazz or did they grow up listening to soul or do you know right offhand? Yeah, for, for Raphael, he grew up in Guadeloupe uh, learning like traditional music because his uncle was like one of the main like folk culture keepers. So he, he learned it uh, a lot. Uh, but as a sax player, he, he learned jazz too. And he, he has great culture of jazz, hip hop, soul. And for for Olivia, I mean, she grew up in the 90s, like all this R&B and hip hop. So does Raphael, he uh, he plays the sax, any other instruments that he plays? Yeah, he plays the uh, Goka drums, that's the drums from the La Guadeloupe. Like very specific, it looks like a rum barrel. When you're starting off, like you saying, you're working on a new project, do y'all just have jam sessions or do you start off with an ideal of, of how the song will go? It's like some somewhere in between, as we, we are using a lot of sounds like synthesizer or beats or I have like some design session on my own. Then I bring this, this material to the guys and we play together and we add like the acoustic instruments like sax, drums and the the bass it's like in between like uh, i have some design sessions and like some like couple of ideas melodies at home but but then I, I i want to bring that to the band and play together and uh, the two of our musicians like make that music their music too i love make, making music with people so basically y'all would just have an idea of when you were coming in is it anybody that you want to work with that you haven't worked with like dream some, some some somebody from the dreams or somebody like I, I could really <laughs> collaborate with. Yeah, if you can, from your dreams. From my dreams and from Georgia, uh, outcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish they would work together. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah, I, lo- I love outcast myself. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good one. I didn't think you would pull outcast out, but no, that's a good one. Have you looked at any collaborations for the new album? Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a couple of uh, of guests, yeah. I mean, we, we, we have a couple of uh, band friends in uh, in the UK. We've toured with and we, 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 we're in the same, like, cruise. And uh, so I think we, we're going to collaborate. That'll be good. That'll be good. Have y'all found a name for the album yet? Uh, not yet. No, we're, we're in the process. I have I like uh, I don't know like eight good songs on that I'm so happy about this but still a little bit early yeah oh you said eight oh that's yeah that's pretty good yeah I guess y'all, y'all are really on your way then we're gonna release like one first song of uh, out of the album in, in like couple of months maybe in March with video oh with the with the video okay being with the the platform of Bandcamp do you find it working for you more than streaming I mean yeah. 
But for sure that uh, we are more supportive to artists, uh, this, this is for sure. But we also need like the other streaming platforms because unfortunately we live at that time when like professionals in the business are checking like your, <laughs> your rates <laughs> on the, the YouTube, the Spotify and everything to check if you, you're going to bring people to the festival. I think if you want to live uh, from what you do, uh, you need to play that game or, or maybe make music just for, for yourself and for the, the love of the music and uh, in that case okay let's do only Bandcamp I'd like to I'd love to, to make only Bandcamp because uh, so our platforms are very <laughs> bad to us we don't even have the choice yeah at least on Bandcamp it's right to the consumer different from the pennies that you would get from the streaming yeah and it's like direct contact to the people that follow you all the over platforms or social networks they own you even even the people that want to follow you and to hear about you 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 have no way to reach them uh, (laughs) without like using this platform or paying to reach them i can understand me myself i just like to own a lot of my music it's cool to stream it but you know i like to have it I like on my iPod, you know, I like to have it myself so and bandcamp is a good place to just find new music yeah, I love I love they are like they have still a, like a weekly peak of the, the the albums they love. It's always like good quality, good curators. I love it, and also I I like the way uh, their algorithm is not uh, pushing you towards the hugest artist. They are, they are, it's only like something uh, linked to the to your taste, not to the the amount of following artists have. So I think it's pretty fair and I hope it's going to grow like one of the main platforms would be great. Yeah, that really would. It would almost bring it back like it was back to normal, like it like we had a record shop again. Would be great for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know for as a musician that would be great for you. Where can everybody find you? Find your music and everything else. Where can they find you and the group? Okay, but for us we we are on like Instagram, uh, Facebook. Yeah, I think that's it. We are not like uh, <laughs> sleeping with the socials, but still uh, you, you can find like the good info. <laughs> yeah, but you are there. Yeah. I want to thank you for being on Audio Trip. Yeah, thank you very much. No problem. Talk to you later. Talk to you. See you. Yes, that was a great conversation with the brother David Killigan from the group Dowdlin. Don't forget to check them out. They are on Bandcamp and they are on all, on all streaming services right now. Dope music, dope music. Don't forget to check them out. Thanks for taking this ride with us all the way to Lyon, France. And don't forget to hit us up on at audiotrippodcast.com. Go check out the merch. And don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. That's also at the Audio Trip Podcast. Don't forget to check us out. Hey, everybody have a great week out there. Talk to you later. This is your man, J.S. Peace.